The man approaches me from the brush. Who is this bushman? You're a reporter. Get away from me. James tries mercury. Very possibly. I just say everything. I'm trying to lose my identity. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> okay, that part's getting cut out. This is Mr. Donnelly. Hello and welcome to Identity Complex. Stay tuned to see the rise or fall of me. This episode is centered around my first week of self-employment. Wanted to give you guys some insight into my life. What comes next is what I do every single day. It's 7 a.m. Wake up. Brush your teeth. Wash your face. Let's have a good breakfast. Some fruit, or maybe some oatmeal. The next four hours will be spent programming, reading documentation, and thinking. Some of my best thoughts happen when I'm pacing. Did you have any thoughts while that was happening? I need a break from all this thinking and coding. 11 o'clock is the time to work my body. This is typically accomplished through ping pong. Like that? Hopefully by this time I've used some calories. It's 11.30. I have 30 minutes to prepare a meal and consume it. Don't get too hungry. <laughs> Four more hours of coding. You know the deal. In case you don't. Programming. Thinking. Pacing. Hopefully there was success at the end of that day. Nothing would destroy me more than an unsuccessful day. In case you're not keeping track, it's 4 p.m. now. I spend the next 30 minutes visualizing my afternoon. If I can't visualize it, I can't accomplish it. Am I ready to begin? It's time for physical exertion again. Workout time. If you are curious, the workout routine includes jump rope, sit-ups, push-ups, and moving around metal. If I don't have a sweat by this point, I have failed. The dirt gets washed away through the shower that I take afterwards. It's 6 p.m. and time to stretch and meditate. I want you to take 20 seconds and meditate with me. It's dinner time, and did I mention I have two roommates, Alex and Ali? They usually prepare the meals and I clean up afterwards. Since we eat together, there's often lots of laughs at the dinner table. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> those guys are good. Anyways, 7 to 8.30 p.m. is reserved for Identity Complex. Guess what time it is now? It's I want you to take 20 seconds to stretch and with me. That's some good recording, if I may say so myself. The next half an hour is reserved for cleaning. Sometimes I don't actually use it because I'm clean enough. But here's some audio anyways. At 9 p.m. I reflect on the day. My mistakes do bother me, but it's important to use them as learning opportunities. What did you do today? Are you happy with your accomplishments? Come on, you can tell me. I'm a good listener. Anyways, enough with the chit-chat. It's 9.30 now, and it's time to watch TV. Hmm, I wonder what I'll watch today. Do you watch TV? I wonder what you would watch. Feel free to tell me sometime. TV's off now. Hmm, it's kind of sad, but the day's almost over. At 10 p.m., I have to get ready to sleep. All right, well, don't stay up too late. We have an early morning tomorrow.
Sometimes it's important to break from the daily routine. This week we went camping. It was an awesome time with awesome people, and I hope you enjoy. We're going up the Yolo Trail, which is Mills, and then we're going to go to Schlosh. Where the camping spots are marked as sugar knobs. That's all the way at the top. I'm saying okay. that along the Yolo Trail, within a, a mile and a half, there are camping spots. So you want to go north, though, because... Yeah, north. Okay, so then that's going to be this way. We found our campsite. It looks like... The undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns. Exactly. That's what I was thinking as well. I'm going to cross the log and survey the grounds across the river. It started to rain a little bit, so we had to make our campsite very quickly. Why, why are you in my, my tent spot? This is my tent spot. This is my tent spot. I was here before you. You didn't claim it, though. Oh, well, I'm going to claim it very soon. <laughs> Ali, can you tell me about your rope techniques, please? Asking for a friend. Um, we need uh, what kind of rope techniques are you guys looking for? Uh, I need to <laughs> What is your uh, take on the rain? Is there a reason why the mic is so close to my mouth? <laughs> That's good audio. It's fine. As I said, we should have won yesterday. <laughs> hey, who's, who's the sponsor of this one? Who am I shit talking? <laughs> Not that one right there, it's pretty flat. You want us to swim across? No, I'm good. Here? No, you can, you can teeter on the wood. Did you see that there's a second uh, fire? Yeah. Spot? yeah. For tiny fires. Yeah, tiny fires. Yeah, big fire, and that's a tiny fire. That's for the babies. This is the adult's table. That's like when my parents have parties. They still put us on the children's table. Like it's like a smaller table to the side. After we settled a little bit, I got more opportunities to interview some of the other campers. As usual, I'm accompanied by Alex and Ali, my two roommates. You could hear Risto, the guy talking about his parents putting him on the children's table. I initially met him through a friend that is no longer in our lives. Our relationship was centered around basketball and then board games for the longest time. At this point, our friends group have meshed pretty well together and we've had pretty awesome experiences. He's a very smart dude who spends his free time working on 3D printers, hobby electronics, and every moment repping Bulgaria. What's important about the land that you choose for setting up your tent? What are you looking for? It seems like a, a more philosophical question, like the land that I choose to bear my children. So you're going to be bearing children t today. Kind of nice having Mr. Stan on the podcast. Something beyond just playing ping pong or badminton. This is investigative you. journalism. Oh, what are you investigating? <laughs> Mr. Stan, what are you hiding? <laughs> and of course James joined us, but he still needed to set up his tent. I don't know if there's room. You could feel like everyone took the good spots while I was... He kind of did. He's saying that as he's looking at Alex's tent. What are your thoughts on this drama, Alex? Did you steal the spot from James just because he was surveying more spots? No, and I think James's spot is being stolen right ag yet again. Wait, how many tents are there? <laughs> Too many. You know, if Alex, if Alex just went into another two-person tent, this wouldn't be an issue. You could steal Alex's spot. Like my tent. Why does... If Alex's tent just went away, then it also wouldn't be a problem anymore. 
Yeah, I told you all. So the problem with this one, this might be the best one. Yeah. This is kind of sloped. Just put your head, it's just put your head at the top part. Just the right. Yeah, yeah, put your head at the top part. It's probably good enough. Once we sorted out the camping spots, we focus on the fire. It would prove to be a bit more difficult because of the rain. For lunch, we had Korean barbecue pork belly with a side of rice. You know, usually you can find out some leftover wood from these campsites that got abandoned earlier. Yo, Mike, someone's saying you got bingsu? Bingsu? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool, though. We could have. You just like got a snow machine? Dice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With full bellies, we turned to more conversation. We found ourselves pondering what plants are and how they're classified. Yeah. Wait, are you saying plants are male and female? Yeah, some of them are actually. The what about this tree? Is, is this tree a man or a. a I think most of them are. Yeah, are, most of them are both. Are, the, they have like the pistols, which are the parts that are pollinated, and the stamens are yeah. like the, the parts that spread. I mean, it works Some plants them. can self fertilize, but most don't. Wait, can we go I back to the bean question? <laughs> we said all nuts are beans, oh, no. all seeds are nuts. Wait, why are we saying all nuts are beans? I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> okay, yeah, what, what, like, tell me, show, tell me a nut and I'll tell you if it's a bean or not. Walnut. That's a bean. No, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> Those are definitely beans. That was, that's not a nut. Peanuts are or a bean. Wait, yeah, it's a that, legume. That's why I was. That's can I can I talk to you guys about it? What is the difference between a legume and a bean? Uh, I don't know one's what a defines nut, a, bean, a bean, so I, that I cannot answer. Legumes are beans. They're basically the case. It comes right? from the plant Fabaceae. <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> that's gonna, she just said like, some some Latin word that we're supposed to take as real. It's Latin. She, what she clearly knows what she's saying. What does it come from? The root of five base? I literally don't know if you're just bullshitting or if you're actually. No, I took a plant systematics class. Oh, I could see that being like a classification of everything under this phylogenetic family is. She just said this is under the bean. Beans all have casing. Nuts have casing. I don't know. There's not a lot of like absolute really. Is a jackpot pro, dude. Is garlic a nightshade plant or is that just tomato? What is garlic? Is it a oh, bean? Maybe. It's a fruit? I don't know. Or is it a nut? <laughs> don't get started in this conversation. <laughs> it, well, isn't it like a bulb? Yeah, but like we're it's talking about the... It's a seed, so all all bulbs are just seeds, right? Okay. Bulbs are not seeds. Seeds turns into bulbs, so like... <laughs> bulbs produce light. <laughs> I think bulbs are just like protective coverings around seeds, basically. Really? That's so uh, like... But don't flowers have bulbs? So they're just bigger seeds. Some do. And they hold the seeds, typically, right? Yeah, so you play, you start with the seed yeah. and it turns into, it evolves into a ball, like a caterpillar into right, a butterfly. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think, so that the, I think what happens is that the their roots extend out and they grow another bulb on the end of the root, and that's how they reproduce. I don't think they even have seeds. Would that be a root? Oh no. It's not a vegetable. Don't look at me anymore. Wait, so garlic is a root vegetable? No, I, I, is it a root? It depends on how you define root. It's a bulb, it's not a root. The, okay, so the root grows, grows off of the, no, the bulb. No, but it grows underground. So, yeah, so the root is an extension of the bulb. It's so the hair That's not what a root vegetable is. Okay, I, I, what? I, I am only curious about garlic and uh, ginger just because this is religion in India. Jainism, they don't eat any root or tube, tuber vegetables. They don't eat the tubular tube stuff. They don't eat garlic or ginger, right. and I was wondering, like, what is, uh, well, they're, where do they get that? I've heard they're of not, it as, I mean, as so, a ginger root, right. but I don't I know, know if that's right. Root. I think it is, yeah. well, it, yeah, it is. Wait, they, um, they're anti-root vegetable? Because they so consider they it, like, essential life. They get into the root of the plant. 
But I don't know how garlic is like that. It's a bulb. Right, like I don't know. It's no, but it grows underground. It's a berry. But it's berry. Oh, it's a berry. <laughs> is it oh a berry? God. Right. Oh, oh God. Wait. <laughs> Let's yeah. not get into berries. Oh no. <laughs> like what? people will be like, strawberry is not a berry. I'm yeah. like, it's in the it's name. It's a fucking <laughs> bean. That's not always yeah, true though. Like a, a peanut fucking... is not actually a nut. So it's but this true. is this is the thing. A lot of these actually, terms to weren't originally technical terms, and then people change yeah, them into a technical term, like, and then yeah. retroactively say that stuff doesn't well, belong into this category. No, I actually I got it. I hate that. I got it. Bulbs contain seeds. Berries contain seeds. Berries are bulbs. Yeah. Actually, apple, I think it was maybe Chinese or something. It used to be the, just the word for fruit. The word for potato in French what? is basically uh, apple of the ground. Yeah, idiot thought of potato was an apple. Yeah. We had one other conversation I found funny and uh, wanted to highlight for you guys. Yeah, but back to uh, sexual acts with microscopic. Right, yeah, this is um, the, the real meat of the. <laughs> the yeah. Again, if they were huge. <laughs> right. But isn't the cell wall considered an organelle? So it's no. like a plug. Wait, the cell wall? Yeah. I guess? And I it's know. permeable. I it's like an organelle your, has to be inside. Is your skin an organ? It is it an is, organ. Actually. It is okay. an organ. Yeah. There's an answer. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to like go uh, the other way. No, I was I, saying, I, I don't you know said it's so sassy. You're like, well, is your skin an organ? <laughs> but no, but... That was but, a legit... I mean... No, but I have there, a... It was a legit question. I legit don't know... How do we know they're just not lying to us? Like, has anybody even seen <laughs> Has anybody seen any of these cells? Like, these saying powerhouse right. of the cell. What the fuck? Like, that's just... Like, yes, is it like a nuclear reactor? Like, come on. Probably true. And also, the world is flat. Like, what if the scientists are just lying and just laughing behind the scenes? They're like, oh, we got them to believe that there's, like, things going on. Well, they are. I'm actually one of them. I'm a super secret scientist, and I'm in on the whole thing, and I'm I'm actually here to make you guys think that science is real. After sharing some stories for some time, it soon became dark. For safety, we moved our food away from the campsite. Yeah. Any of this stuff that we need to take, Mr. St this, right? Doesn't this need to go? The oh, green one. Red. Doesn't this need to go? Isn't this the food? Yeah, this is food. No, those, those are clean utensils. They, they're not all clean. They might have some I think of them they, are, are they are all clean. These are all the okay. clean ones. Okay. Well, then... That can just stay. What about that corn? Can you put that corn? <laughs> is that your corn? Yeah, that's like my corn. Where? Where is it? Bears hate bulls. Stonks. Bears beat stonks. Sorry. What if we, like, what was the, the third one? Like, Battlestar Battle Galactica. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get out of here. It was another great camping trip. I really had fun with everyone who came. I, I don't really know if we will get another opportunity like this with everyone, so it makes me appreciate it even more. As you may know, this was my first week self-employed. I did want to share some of my thoughts when the time came about how I felt when I finally left. I didn't think I was going to get emotional, but on the last day... When I said goodbye to my coworkers, I thought about all the people I would miss, the good times I've had, the incredible mistakes I've made. My team at the company was small, and all of the relationships on the team were very personal, and I actually felt like I was having an impact on the team. So I was sad, and on the last day, they wanted to figure out what kind of activity I wanted to do before I left. I couldn't really think of anything besides just saying goodbye. When... 
my other coworker Ben had left, we played Jackbox games, which was great and I enjoyed it and I appreciated, you know, those moments I spent with Ben as he was leaving. But for me, I felt that my energy was gone, but I did want to express my care and my absolute confidence in people that were there to do the job and continue. But I was stuck in trying to think of what activity I felt happy about doing to tie the ribbon on my employment. And to me, I felt the only thing that felt right inside was to have a conversation with them and for me to tell them what they meant to me. For me to express that me leaving was not an easy decision to make and that my heart goes to them for any additional burden that me leaving would have placed on them. Leading up to my first day, I thought about how I would feel. At the time, I was mostly nervous. Nervous of the unknown, nervous about getting off my company insurance, and I expected that nervousness to probably continue into the first few weeks. The feelings I had when leaving were mostly frustration, which turned to sadness as the final day approached. I was pretty teary-eyed in my goodbye, which caught me off guard. I merely sat there in the strong emotions and held my composure. The first day begins. I wake up before my alarm. My mind was clear, though. It wasn't racing. It was calm. I had a plan. I had a schedule, what I would do with my time. I basically spent the day trying to execute on my schedule. Trying to analyze my emotions, I wonder if it was just shock. I wonder if I'll begin to feel the anxiety again, or whether or not I can keep this calm composure and execute. Excitement and nervousness are not my greatest fears. My greatest fear is waking up and not wanting to do anything. My greatest risk is wasting this opportunity. All right, thank you for watching. I appreciate you guys and have a good one. So Mike, how important is it to look cool while camping? So here's the thing about rust. <laughs> <laughs> That's too cool. Yeah. But you know, rust is kind of old. I think I hear Caesar is taking over. Uh, it has a feature that's just gonna kill Rust. I know, that's what it, oh Caesar? Uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fully adjustable and pull this will come loose. This is the only knot he knows. He calls it the adjustable noose knot. constant feeling of anxiety it stems from the fact that I constantly had to create content for this guy. It's just it's getting cut from the podcast. Uh, three minutes and 47 seconds. Yeah, I always talk about things I'm going to cut and I never cut them. That's, that's like a working strategy too. People do that all the time.